0: Uh, greetings and welcome to another episode, another journey into mindfulness. This is uh, Jim Ellermeyer, I'm a behavioral health therapist, and you have reached Fishing Without Bait, where we attempt to find an on-ramp from your everyday life into a mindfulness type of existence, one where we participate in our lives and one where we we actually are there, when we're aware and we can't experience the exquisite joy of being. And as always, I'm joined by my uh, friend and my co-host, Mr. Mike. How are you doing today, Jim? I'm doing just grand. So today, Mike, I was thinking uh, about uh, asking you some questions. Uh-oh, it's quiz time. Yes, it certainly is. Mike, uh, tell me, uh, when you think about pleasure and you think about joy, uh, what is the, what's the difference? Are they same? Or are they different?
1: I think pleasure comes out of activity or more tactile response. Uh, in my head. And then, uh, uh, joy is just, uh, I feel like joy is just an uncontrolled emotion. Hmm. Like when you, you can't stop laughing or in just, just glee. Every time I see a, a certain puppy video come across my Facebook, a cute puppy video, I just can't help to be gleeful over that vision that, you know, that, that, that 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 presentation in front of me.
0: So let me talk to you let me tell you about a uh one of my heroes my favorite philosopher a uh, trappist monk slash Zen master by the name of Thomas Merton. For those of you who are unfamiliar with him, uh, perhaps you may want to want uh, to go and google him. Uh one of uh, my favorite quotes of his is do not look for rest in any pleasure because you were not created for pleasure. You were created for joy. And if you do not, and if you do not know the difference between pleasure and joy, you have not yet begun to live. And this is one of our primary purposes in our mindfulness journey is to have people experience the joy, have their life live in color, make their world colorful and meaningful, and experience every moment. And and again, once, as we repeat again, once we find the exquisite joy of being, the exquisiteness of each moment, we'll, we'll never, ever be bored again. Ever, ever. So, uh, so tell me now, is there any change in your thoughts about pleasure and joy? People
1: seem to get pleasure from... Doing things, obtaining things, uh, reacting to things—or no, not no—scratch that last part. But it's—I think this is this seems like where we get in trouble, where with substances being the, the pleasure, absolutely, and 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 you know, vices seem to fit in that
0: category. Absolutely. So pleasure is usually something that you obtain by by a method right like through money right okay or taking drugs alcohol sex uh we're constantly trying to have people the media manipulate individuals to tell them what will bring them pleasure and if they don't obtain a certain particular brand or a style then they're they'll be unhappy and they won't experience pleasure until then so Happiness, happiness, Mike is fleeting. Okay, so if someone likes, if someone is pleasurable, uh, activity is, let's say, drinking alcohol. To continue to have that pleasurable experience, what does one have to do? Continue
1: drinking alcohol. Yes, and mm-hmm. this is the kind of thing where um, I, I try to heart. I'm not a, I'm not a bar goer. You know, I don't, never really like the scene, and uh, and I would always have coworkers. I say, oh, I gotta go to the bar. I, I I can't wait to get a Friday so I can go to the barn and, and have you know do do all this stuff and, and spend so much money I remember
0: again he's you know not chasing a high but chasing an experience right absolutely, and we continue to try to experience but there there's many times that I deal with let's say particular uh people in substance addiction drug addiction that I'll, quite often I'll ask them when the last time it was fun, and most of them tell me they cannot remember so the idea is that. It's an outward emotion. When you have pleasure, you have a you have an outward emotion. You have a feeling. And however, uh, joy is more of more of an inward type of inward type of feeling. Okay, it's it's inward peace. It's contentment. It's that it's that glow. You know you're alive. I've told you before. Let's say if you would give me a a diamond ring. Okay, that would that would certainly give me some pleasure. Or if you gave me a new uh, technological doodad, uh, I would I would get some pleasure from it initially. Okay, and perhaps I've mentioned to you before that the first time my granddaughter walked beside me and reached up and held my hand and walked with me. Is there anything that could? Is there? Can you buy? Where's the store at? Where you can get that, Mike?
1: Right, right. And so you're you're looking for more experiential
0: things that you feel inside. That that type of joy is sustainable. That type of joy I can always access. I can always access that memory. I can I can experience that joy and hold it in my heart and hold it in my life. So how do how do we experience joy we experience through we experience it through gratitude we experience joy through caring with others unconditional love Mike unconditional love when we when we love and care for someone so much and we expect nothing else in return so normally when we deal with individuals we expect something in return do we not that gives us pleasure so tell me tell me what are some of the some of the ways that people people give themselves pleasure going to a play
1: uh getting out walking along the uh, the river you know uh in a park you know uh, uh, you know video games uh you know pin- pinball machines
0: generally pleasure is, is is passing it's temporary okay and we and people are constantly pursue the pleasure do they not right people constantly are they're never satisfied. So there's a, uh, there's a friend of mine. He's a, he's a good friend of mine. And I've spoken to him many times. And he's an individual by the name of uh, Krishna Panjala. Krishna Panjala. His last name is P-E-N-D-Y-A-L-A. And he has written a book called Beyond the Pig and the Ape, Realizing Success and True Happiness. Okay, So when we look at pig, it's pursuing instant gratification. And for many people, instant gratification equals pleasure, does it not? And also what we do is, the ape is avoiding painful experiences. So for those of you out there who are unfamiliar uh, with Krishna's work, I would suggest that you perhaps pick up this book and read it. And it will really give you a distinction between how we search for instant gratification, believing that it's it's going to make us happy and joyful and avoiding painful experiences if we avoid painful experiences there'll, there'll be no joy in our life if we if mike if you never had pain what would you would you have any idea what joy was like
1: no you wouldn't have a comparison point for any of that stuff it would just it would just be mundane i, I the the whole idea of our lives is that we do feel both sides of the coin and have those comparative Experiences. So, depending on the pain that you've had in your life, your your threshold of joy may be far
0: different than another person. Absolutely, absolutely. So, even people that are quadriplegics, uh, paralyzed, can be can be truly in a in a constant state of bliss. They can be they can have a, a great deal of joy uh, when we learn to when we learn to be mindful, when we learn to be aware, when we learn to embrace, when we learn to dance with the pain. And that's, that's, what we, that's what we learn to do. Quite often, Mike, does more stuff equal more happiness? Nope. However, in our society, what are we taught?
1: You have a big house so you can put more of your stuff. Right. We have, we have places that we can pay to store our stuff. Absolutely. And they seem to be cropping up everywhere. That There seems to be more of them cropping up more than there are uh, uh, uh,
0: pharmacies and CVSs. Well, certainly. Absolutely. We want to accumulate more stuff. Who And it seems like people out there try to keep score with how much they have. Right. Do they not? Even though – how often have you moved, Mike?
1: Thankfully not for a long time. Uh, I've moved significantly to three different places. Mm-hmm. So
0: did you ever realize how much – stuff you had when you moved
1: yes yes the poor people helping me said oh, why do you have all this uh, cuz i mean i uh, may have a little bit of pack rat tendencies with certain things uh some old magazines comic books etc uh but again you know i was really kind of born with the mentality were raised with the mentality of like oh that'll be worth something someday so
0: i never threw anything away i thought may have been significant so there's a there's a story in the talmud which of course is the the jewish Uh, by the Jewish uh, dogma, the Jewish Bible, as you'd say it, which in, for the Christian world, it would be the Old Testament. And relates once a uh, great sage encountered Elijah, who was a prophet, and asked, is there anyone who is assured his place in the world to come? And Elijah answered, negative. He said, no, there's no one, there's no one. In the interim, two brothers entered the marketplace, and Elijah pointed to them and said, they merit the world to come. And the rabbi walked over to them and asked, "May I ask, what do you do?" They answered, "We are joyful people, and we make those who are sad happy. If we hear about an argument, we make peace using humor between those quarreling." So, what does it mean to be joyous, to joyous and happy? Being joyous means to have gratitude, and having being joy and having gratitude means that it goes forward to others. Have you met people? Have you ever met people who are just extremely joyful? Yes yes absolutely so mike the bottom line here is that pleasure is temporary pleasure needs to be constantly infused we need to constantly pursue pleasure where as i mentioned to you earlier i can i can imagine right now i can that little girl's hand in mine and me looking down at her never forget it Never. It's, 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 it's a joyful experience. And my hope is in the next podcast, we're going to be doing some more. We're going to pursue this matter just a little bit further. Okay. We're going to. We're going to talk about how to achieve joy. What are the type of things we, how we can use mindfulness skills of being present and aware and participating in your life and actually opening your eyes to things that are around you and find out what is joyful there. In our next podcast, we're going to reverse the lenses in our glasses and not see the negative, not see the temporary, not see the transitory. We're going to find out. We're going to go to. We're going to go to the permanent. We're gonna to go to the to the sustainable. We're gonna to go to joy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please check out our
1: website at fishingwithoutbait.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, DC.